Oluri ma wa ori o. Bo se njade lo oni bekun wole. Idi owuro yi ku se ni olu. Fun adura ati igbani ni yanju, e pe baba wa ninu Oluwa. Si ori ero ibani soro yi 090 81 Testimony Prophetic Link Lori Facebook at Baba Testimony 123 Lori Instagram Jesu Lolua Fresh 107.9 FM Professionalism Nurtured by Experience One day when the glory comes, it will be ours, it will be ours. Oh, one day, when the war is won, we will be sure, we will be sure. Oh, glory, glory, oh. There's no man, no weapon Formed against, yes, glory is destined Everyday women and men become legends Sins that go against our skin become blessings The movement is a rhythm to us Freedom is like religion to us Justice is juxtaposition in us Justice for all just ain't specific enough One son died, the spirit is revisiting us True and living, living in us Resistance is us That's why Rosa sat on the bus that's why we walk through Ferguson with our hands up When it go down, we woman and man up They say stay down, and we stand up Shots be on the ground, the camera panned up King pointed to the mountaintop, and we ran up One day, when the glory comes It will be ours, it will be
Fresh 107.9 FM, Abelkuta. Good morning to you, wherever you're listening to us from. Today, Monday, the 7th day in the month of June, 2021. I uh, hope you had a great weekend. Hope your Monday morning I started as as way possible. Thank you, really, uh, for choosing your feel-good radio. Wale Bakar is my name. Good to know you're there as we kickstart a brand new working week together. It's three minutes, can past 7 a.m. now. This uh, Monday morning, Omaemi Adesoy is in the studio with me. Good morning to you, ma'am. Great to see you this Monday. Good morning to you, Wally. Good morning to you, our listener. It's so good to have you join us this beautiful Monday morning. Kickstarting things this morning is the song Glory, Common, and John Legend, American rapper Common, and American singer John Legend coming together for that song. That song was written by Legend, Common, and Rhymefest. It was released in December 11, 2014 by Columbia Records as the theme song uh, from the 2014 film Selma which portrays the 1965 Selma of Montgomery Marches. Uh, remember, the 1965 Selma of Montgomery Marches uh, was um, initiated, uh, led by Martin Luther King Jr., uh, Ozia Williams, and John Lewis, uh, the likes of David O'Illaw, uh, Tom Wilkinson, uh, Tim Roth, George Wallace. Those were uh, the individuals in that movie. Amazing one. Amazing song. Kickstarting things this Monday morning. It's time to take a look at the headlines this Monday. Quite a number of them to look out for. Reactions to the Twitter ban. Uh, the very sad occurrence in Ibarra over the weekend. Uh, TB Joshua. So many things to look out for this morning. Good morning to you. Welcome to Freshly Pressed. Thank you for joining us this uh, Monday, the 7th of June, 2021. Freshly pressed and fresh 107.9 FM. This is where we'll take a look at the headlines. I'll do this Mondays through Fridays from 7 o'clock. Uh, thank you for joining this Monday morning. The Punch, The Guardian, The Pampishing Newspapers, The Nigeria Tribune. Uh, some of the options available to us uh, this uh, morning uh, to look out for. Quite a number of headlines to look out for, like I said earlier. Uh, boldly written on The Punch this morning. Twitter ban, job loss. Losses loom, economic woes to worsen. NESG experts won. Is there uh, on the punch this morning? Igongo community fingers Wakil's family as 17 killed, fuel station, others burnt. National Assembly working on barring bankers from operating foreign accounts. Another on the punch this morning. Buhari, others mourn beneficiaries lament as TB Joshua dies. Also there. On the point, federal government promises 11,000 megawatts power generation in 2022. TB Joshua's wife speaks on husband's death. Also there, uh, cop dead as bandits kill 41 farmers in Zamfara. Fresh attacks. IGP squad kills army deserter. Four others in field Oweri attack. All Igbo behind Biafra agitation, backing Southeast Syria violence. As according to the Coalition of Northern Groups, as there, 
uh, on the punch as well uh, this uh, morning to look out for the premium times uh, this uh, morning as well with uh, some of these headlines uh, to look out for. Uh, the Premium Times says insecurity, 201 killed, 137 abducted in violent attacks across Nigeria. Last week, uh, that's there on the Premium Times. Night attack in New York community where Fulani were evicted leaves several persons dead. Twitter ban, Nigerian lawmaker threatens to ground plenary if Wajabi Amila, others prevent debate. Is there on the premium times as well uh, this uh, morning? Uh, there are, uh, there's this one. It says, NSAS, 99 bodies deposited at Lagos Mug, three from Lekki Tollgate. Pathologist, uh, that's there uh, on the premium times. The Pembushin newspapers, suspected Fulani Edsmen, kills cause of Igongo residents in midnight attack. Uh, there's also TB Joshua planned low key birthday before his death. I think his birthday was supposed to be the 12th of June. Um, aftermath of police brutality protests, 99 corpses dep- deposited at Lagos University Teaching Hospital, says pathologist. There's also a runaway suspect with bullet wound found dead in forests. Nigeria, violent attacks claimed 200 lives within one week. Is there on the Pempushing newspapers this Monday? And on the Nigerian Tribune this morning, outrage as headsmen killed 11 in Igongon. We will defend our people, Amotekun, to begin joint patrol of Yoruba land, Southwest Governors. The Fulani burnt the palace, filling stations, several shops, killed our people, Ibarakba North local government boss. And Makinde calls for calm, says police coming area in search of corporate, a laughing, Afeniferi, Are Adams, others react. PDP blasts APC over Twitter ban as Nigeria lost 4.4 billion naira in two days. Shock, tears, great TB Joshua's death, one week to 58th birthday. That is also on the Nigerian Tribune this morning. And on the Guardian, $12 billion e-commerce suffers as Twitter ban costs 7.5 billion naira in three days. Afeni Ferry, YCE, Areonokankan for others, fought federal government over Ibarakwa killing. PDP reps threaten legal action against federal government over ban on Twitter. Also at the Guardian this morning, Flynn kidnapper found dead in Ogum. Wailing lamentations amid encomiums as a man in synagogue passes on. That is also on the Guardian this morning. Because uh, the proponent of uh, the uh, vast majority of the stories this morning uh, talking about, you know, the um, uh, well, the attack uh, in Igogo, the uh, passing of uh, Prophet TB Joshua, and of course uh, the Twitter ban. Uh, in fact, uh, there's been some talks of uh, the financial implications mm. of the Twitter ban and what it means for the country, a country already. Uh, reading with um, high level of unemployment. Uh, there are a lot of the reports on the daily is talking about uh, what uh, the Twitter ban means uh, for the country. But uh, we'll kickstart things uh, this uh, morning uh, with uh, the situation uh, that uh, panned out in Igogo this um, just over the weekend. That is what we'll be getting our attention uh, this morning as we kickstart our conversations. Uh, the punch. Uh, this morning says Igongo community fingers were killed family as 17 killed fuel station others burnt that's it 
uh, on the punch this uh, morning. Uh, we're live on Facebook, by the way, for you to drop your contributions uh, this uh, morning. Uh, well, we're all here waiting to uh, see how long this Twitter ban lasts or, you know, how things will pan out eventually. Uh, for now, we will, of course, uh, not be getting your thoughts via Twitter. I know quite a number of people have been finding their way to get into Twitter, but uh, we will not be taking your thoughts via Twitter for now. Uh, Facebook uh, solely this morning uh, for your social media contributions. Thank you for uh, cooperating. Igogon's community fingers, Wakil's family at 17 killed, fuel station, others burnt is there. Uh, on the punch this morning, no fewer than 17 persons have been reportedly shot dead by gunmen suspected to be headsmen at Igogo in the Barapa North local government area of Oyo State. Residents told our correspondent, told punch correspondent rather, that the hoodlums invaded the town on motorcycles around 11 p.m. on Saturday and started killing and destroying property, which continued until around 3 a.m. on Sunday. At daybreak, residents reportedly saw corpses of children and adults littered some places in the town, while houses and vehicles, including the truck loaded with cassava flour, was raised by the attackers. Some residents of Aite, which is the headquarters of the Barapa North local government area, told Punch correspondent that the Gongon residents sent messages to them and others in different parts of Barapa to help them get across to security agencies to come to their rescue. The convener, Igongon development advocates, Oladino Oladokun, told the punch that the gunmen set fire to houses to drive out the people, after which they opened fire on them. They said the government did not take the security seriously, adding that they had reported that the headsmen were planning to attack them. Despite the information, he said nothing was done to protect the people. Oladoku said, I quote, between 12 and 17 persons were killed. Security agents uh, were called, but their numbers were switched off. No security agent came to our rescue. Our hunters and vigilantes were the ones who risked their lives and confronted the attackers who carried sophisticated weapons. Despite the fact that the hunters were poorly equipped, they gunned down five of the Fulani attackers, one of the brave hunters was killed by the gunman. Uh, the hunter was shot and reportedly beaten to death with clubs and other objects. The secretary to our farmers' union, Mr. Taiwa Diagwe Keyakowagwe, uh, told, I told Punk responded around 12.39 a.m. that the town was under attack, but at 3.12 a.m., Adiagwe said the shooting had reduced. He later said around 5 a.m. that the, uh, that the Fulani terrorists, according to him, killed no fewer than five persons in the Gorgon. Security agents also killed five of the terrorists those were uh, his uh, words uh, well the rest of it uh, is on the punch this uh, morning it is actually on a lot of the dailies uh, this uh, morning uh, the uh, report of uh, what happened in Igongo is there uh, says um, Igongo community fingers were killed family as 17 killed full station others burnt uh, is there on the a punch this morning. There are a lot of reactions trailing uh, what happened already. Uh, there's been, uh, of course, uh, the likes of uh, Fen Ferry, uh, the Yoruba Council of Elders, the, the Alafi of Oyo, the Arona Kakanfo, Ibagani Adams. They've been having a lot to say. Some have even suggested that government didn't do their bit, did not take the security situation seriously. Uh, of course, uh, not to jump into conclusions, but there are talks already of you know this being a reprisal to uh, you know to what happened mm. uh, in that area some weeks back. Uh, some have said this is something we should envisage. This is something we should have saw coming, and you know it puts the question 
Uh, this talks about intelligence gathering, puts the question the activities of Amoteko and how we were unable, or how they well, were uh, unable to nip this in the board. Uh, talking about uh, the Amoteko, uh, the, uh, the uh, governor of Ondo State, uh, the Southwest Governor's uh, Chairman, Akiri Delu, uh, has something to say. Gogon Killing, Southwest Governors activate joint defense of Yoruba land by Amoteko. Governors of the Southwest State, under the aegis of the Southwest Governors Forum on Sunday, condemned the fresh attack on Igongo community, Ibarakpa North local government area of Oyo State, by people suspected to be headmen, leading to loss of lives and destruction of properties. The governor have also directed the commanders of the Southwest Security Network, Amoteko, to convoke a joint security meeting of all commanders in the southwest with a view to commencing joint operations in the region immediately. Chairman of Southwest Governors Forum and Governor of Undo State, Mr. Rotimiakiridolu, in a statement by him, described the attack on the peaceful community by the bandit as horrendous, callous and highly provocative. According to the statement, we have just received with rude shock premeditated attack on our people at Igongoi Barakwa State in the early hours of today. This cowardly onslaught on a peaceful community has occasioned loss of lives and property on a large scale. It is horrendous, callous and highly provocative. While we encourage the security agencies to get to the root of this latest act of provocation, we have directed the commanders of the Southwest Security Network, Amotekon, to convoke a joint security meeting of all commanders in the Southwest with a view to commencing joint operations in the region immediately. The rest of that is on the Nigerian Tribune this morning. Egongon killing Southwest governors activate joint security defense of Yoruba land by Amotekon. It was just to, uh, to Bosch what you were saying about the Amotekon tech on operation mm. um okay so the a lot well because um it's, it's in reaction to what happened mm. uh many would you know, a lot of times we talk about how we fail to be proactive in a lot of situations mm. uh, rather we are always um you know reactive but mm. you know it, it, when you are reactive there's some level of practiceness in it as well because what you're doing in essence is uh hoping to stop a reoccurrence mm. of what you are reacting mm. to so uh, hopefully uh, this uh, will help stop that but uh, really really sad what happened uh, over the weekend uh, uh, pray the souls of the departed rest in peace and their families have to fight to bear the loss the reactions are there on a lot of the dailies you got killings devastating dehumanizing there's according to the laughing of oil uh, is there uh, the Guardian also has the reaction of the Arena Kakanfo uh, the Afeni Ferry and um, the likes all you know reacting to uh, what happened over the weekend. And moving on this morning, $12 billion e-commerce suffers as Twitter ban costs 7.5 billion naira in three days. It also comes with a number of riders. Federal government in talks with China considers internal firewall to block VPN access. A4AI Nigeria says situation creates $1.2 billion loss for MSMEs. Raises questions of our readiness for investor sales, says Alton. The suspension of Twitter, leading microblogging platform has begun to take its toll on struggling Nigeria's economy, leading to a loss of 7.5 billion naira in the past three days. Nigeria's decision to suspend Twitter at first indefinitely but later temporarily could backfire for the government and cause the country economically in terms of new investment into its technology sector. The ban may threaten Nigeria's status as one of the best performing African countries in attracting investment for technology startup businesses.
According to NetBlogs, a watchdog organization that monitors cybersecurity and governance of the internet, each hour of the social media gagging costs Nigeria about $250,000, bringing the daily loss to 2.5 billion naira. It means the economy would have lost approximately 7.5 billion naira in the past three days. Suspension has already created a market access gap for millions of small and medium-scale enterprises that use the platform to reach their customers. This could potentially complicate the challenges COVID-19 and other structural defects had imposed on businesses. Also, it is the e-commerce market in the country, estimated at $12 billion. The rest of that is on The Guardian this morning. $12 billion e-commerce suffers as Twitter ban cost 7.5 billion naira in three days you know, the, a part of that story uh, mentioned that within hours of the ban by the federal government internet searches for vpns that's virtual private networks mm-hmm. which allow users to disguise their online identity and evade country specific limits searched across the country multiple videos appeared on youtube explaining the ins and outs of vpns to twitter hungry nigerians uh, it went on to say Nigerians also have plenty of other digital options to share opinions and information from the popular WhatsApp to the Indian microblogging uh, micro service cool, which has quickly announced plans to expand into the country. Mm-hmm. And that, that, that was something we saw over the weekend. Uh, we saw you know, a number of um, either to forgotten mm-hmm. uh, microblogging sites or platforms are getting recognized again. If I heard someone mentioning to go again, that's something I last used when I was uh, in under level. I can't remember many years, but and you know, just like they mentioned, the India microblogging site uh, mm-hmm. service cool also saying they want to expand uh, to into Nigeria. But but the, the search for VPNs, we, we we saw it. It was there when you try your Google. It was the most. Mm-hmm. It was almost the most mm-hmm. said thing. Everyone uh, looking for a way and. When when you hear the figures and um, you know that they're being bandied around as far as what the losses have been for the country, mm-hmm. what has been lost every day or every hour, or every second that mm-hmm. uh, you know Twitter remains banned, and you begin to wonder whether we should quickly reconsider this or whether the government should quickly reconsider this. Of course, these were things we envisaged. I remember on Saturday morning, I was talking about Star B. White about this uh, decision and we're talking about the effect it would have on, you know, influencers, e-commerce, um, uh, retailers, uh, people who use Twitter to reach out to their mm. customers mm. and what it would mean for their businesses. Uh, although I'm, I'm, I'm not entirely sure that those were things that were factored uh, into government decision before they were the decision was made because uh, if if those figures were factored into it, I'm not a, I, well, although you never can. Governors are attempted to give a lot of explanations as to why even, they banned. Unfortunately, uh, no one would take many of the explanations. Uh, no one would accept that the ban is not directly related uh, to the recent deletion of a uh, latest post by President Well, uh, 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 the president, presidential aide, Agarabashi, who came out uh, on Saturday to say that uh, the ban was not because of the deletion of the president's tweet. But he further went to defend the president's tweet. He, he talked about uh, misinformation, a circulation of fake news, and all of that. Uh, this was just temporary. Uh, but I, I want to talk about the fact that you were saying 
saying that okay this has affected e- the e-commerce and all but still there are also some government agencies that make use of twitter to, to pass quite, information quite a lot of them the the ncdc for, for, example, for example they've been keeping us abreast of yeah, yes. uh, you know covid yesterday uh, i had to just go through the internet just to know the, the number of cases of the covid 19 cases on, on on sunday you know before you just go to twitter you know you check it out but now you have to go to their website <laughs> and whether the, maybe the ncdc i don't know maybe they even i'd search for vpns <laughs> to see how they could but i i, I doubt that though but uh, right, rightly, rightly said. Mm. Uh, there are a lot of government agencies uh, that, that use uh, Twitter mm. uh, to, you know, disseminate information to keep Nigerians abreast of, uh, you know, what is happening across Even our the agency. Governor, you know, stage, you know, makes of Twitter oh, a lot. It, you know, it, 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 well, I mm. don't know. Well, there are a lot of them who love Twitter, mm. but I know Governor Kabila is also yes. another. Mm. But you know, I, I doubt if he will be <laughs> trying to this as well. But I know that this administration uses a lot of Twitter as well. Mm. A lot of well, the president uses it. Well, he made a tweet that, you know, uh, but I, I, I was going to say in the in the case of um, is, it, is it North Korea or South Korea? I can't remember. Uh, yeah, South Korea. Mm-hmm. I know that um, uh, the, the, the there are some uh, restrictions on there were restrictions on Twitter in fact mm-hmm. they had blocked Twitter and incidentally some of their government agencies kept using it you know some of their government agencies even <laughs> had you know maybe use the virtual private networks to, to tweet or whatever but uh, we'll, we'll see how long this lasts uh, the hope of course is that it is not something that that um, lasts longer than mm-hmm. uh, I, I, don't, I don't even know whether to say longer than necessary because uh, some would question the necessity of the ban itself, although uh, when you listen to government officials and their explanations, they'd say it had to be done. Well, another that. thing to add was uh, I think uh, on, on on Sunday I was watching uh, the t- television Sunrise on Channel's television and uh, mm. there was a human rights activist IOB on the show and she said that well fine we, we get the, all, 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 all they are saying about the misinformation and all but she also said that this is a fallout on the part of the uh, information ministry because when you talk about misinformation there are ways you can actually curb all this instead of mm. outrightly banning uh, a platform and well, I, you know, the, the the talks about misinformation, the mm. talks about uh, fake news, uh, it, it just raises a lot of questions because this is obviously just one platform mm. that has been targeted. Uh, there is a lot of fake news being spread via WhatsApp, Facebook. mostly via WhatsApp. Mm. Mm. Uh, there's a lot of fake news being spread via Facebook, mm. being spread via well Instagram maybe because we see people post videos I, I remember the, the video where they said uh, Governor Usotima was running <laughs> I saw it on yeah. Instagram mm. and it turned out to be fake I remember I saw a video uh, where someone claimed uh, it was the late Ahmed Gulak that was saying something that I, mm. I saw it on Instagram so uh, these are a lot of other although some could argue well uh, the level maybe is a lot more on Twitter I don't, I don't know whether that's uh, an established uh, debate or an established point mm. but uh, if we want to tackle fake news, then maybe we would be looking at a lot of social media platforms to stop one platform, then it would raise a lot of questions mm-hmm. as to what your real motives are. Mm-hmm. Well, it's there on um, the dailies to look out for. The Punch also, uh, they have a report about uh, what the um, you know the effects of this uh, Twitter ban could be on uh, the uh, Nigerian economy or the economy of Nigerians, so to speak. Uh, Twitter ban, job losses loom, economic woes to worsen, NESG experts won. Uh, that's there on the punch uh, this uh, morning. Uh, the Nigeria Economic Summit Group 
an economic experts, they described the federal government's ban on social media network Twitter as ill-advised. Uh, the NESG said people, particularly the smaller and medium entrepreneurs, would suffer, adding the ban would compound Nigeria's economic woes. Others who spoke uh, included a former president of the Association of Nigeria Accountants, uh, National Accountants of Nigeria, Anand, Dr. Sam Unzekwe, professor of economics and public policy, Professor Akpanepo, and the Association of Small Business Owners of Nigeria, and the lead director of the Center for Social Justice, Eze Onyekwere. They lamented the impact of the suspension of Twitter operations in Nigeria on businesses, warning that the development was capable of triggering more job losses uh, in the country. Recall, well, the, the rest of it is there uh, on the punch. Twitter banned job losses loom economic woes to worsen NESG experts one is there on the uh, punch uh, to look out for this uh, morning. Uh, there are uh, a number of other stories on top of the dailies uh, talking about uh, the security situation in the country. Uh, attack on INEC offices uh, ploy to shift 2023 polls or EUA alleges uh, is a story on The Guardian. Uh, the Tribune has a story about the abducted Islamic children uh, in Niger uh, talking about uh, the uh, I think the abductors they've, they've increased the demand mm, mm. Uh, that they've made uh, is on the Tribune this uh, morning On the Nigerian Tribune this morning abductors of Islamia school children teachers increased demand to 200 million naira the armed bandits who abducted 148 islamia school children in salutanko islamic school tegina in rafik local government area of niger state have increased their demand from 110 million naira to 200 million naira the headmaster of the school malam abubakar garba al-hazan who stated this at the weekend stated that the abductors made the increment after the expiration of the wednesday deadline initially given to them he added that the kidnappers initially demanded 300 million naira before subsequently reduced to 110 million naira after pleas. Malam Usani, who further disclosed that most of the pupils abducted were between the ages of four years to 10 years, respectively. Stressing that from the report he heard from one of the victims, the health of most of the children deteriorated and they are in need of urgent medical attention as a result of the harsh conditions they were being subjected to. Deadmaster added that contrary to an earlier statement issued by the state government, 148 children were abducted. The rest of that is on the Nigerian Tribune this morning. Abductors of Islamia school children, teachers, increased demand to 200 million naira. It's on a number of the other dailies. Federal government promises 11,000 megawatts per generation in 2022. And um, you know, so, some others uh, to look out for this uh, morning. Uh, the uh, the reactions to the Twitter ban, still a lot of them on the dailies this morning. We'll take a very quick pause and uh, we will uh, mention some more in a moment. Remember, uh, Facebook, we're live there for you to drop your contributions. Join us live. Do share the videos, and uh, we'll be glad to hear from you. It's freshly pressed this Monday. Don't go anywhere, please. Abel Kuta, congratulations, yo. The hospitality industry leader. Don't land the bar. 
for a belkuta yes ke academy suits the babala hotel we tender for ibadan the cultural capital of yoruba land don't open for a belkuta academy suits una home away from home hotel we get ogbonga comfort for we customer plus include leisure with proper cleanliness na academy suit to get arm plus include olympic size swimming pool with security na water tight for our restaurant you go baladu continental and the local food with chekele money everything about academy suit na quality with unbeatable low price to confirm with na the talk for what do match now now to academy suit went and beside abadia central mosque mko abiola way abelkuta abikukuma they call this number 0817666601 academy suit na home away from home Freshly pressed this Monday morning on Fresh 107.9 FM. Abel, because I thank you for staying with us uh, this uh, morning. Moving on very swiftly just before we uh, get to hear from you. Uh, Twitter ban Nigerian lawmaker threatens to ground plenary if Bejabi Amila others prevent debate. Uh, that's on the uh, Premium Times. Uh, there was, there's this other report, I think, is on the punch uh, where the uh, I think the PDP caucus, uh, they're saying that they could, uh, they've uh, threatened uh, legal action. Uh, just as uh, a number of others have, uh, the NBA over the weekend did, uh, I think, a tweet by the uh, president, Olumdi Apata, did suggest that uh, they could uh, sue the federal government if they do not, uh, you know, rescind their decision or they do not over overturn the ban. A member of the House of Reps, Mark Bila, uh, PDP Bainway, said it will try to halt Tuesday's legislative proceeding if an attempt is made by leadership of the House to stop members from discussing what he called the legal Twitter ban. Mr. Bila will represent Goa West, Goa East, and Goa West federal constituency of Bainway. Uh, urge his colleagues in the National Assembly to abandon party loyalty and address the breach of Section 35 and 39 of the Nigerian Constitution on the rights of Nigerians to free speech and freedom of expression. The lawmaker said President Buhari would have faced an impeachment process if he had been the president of a more democratic country. He said the ban is a confirmation that the Buhari administration has not been ruling according to the principles of uh, the Constitution. Uh, the rest of it, anyway, is on the Premium Times uh, this uh, morning. It says, Twitter ban Nigerian lawmaker threatens the ground plenary if Bajabi Amila others uh, prevent debate. Is there. Uh, on the Premium Times uh, this uh, morning to look out for. Um, TB Joshua planned Loki birthday before his death is on the pen-pushing newspapers. Uh, there are a lot of stories about the uh, death of the uh, the man of God or the, the cleric is there. Buhari, others mourn. Beneficiaries lament as um, TB Joshua dies is on the punch. Uh, this uh, morning, uh, there are you know a lot of stories talking about him there, uh, and uh, you know a lot of things have been said. I I know that anyway. The uh, hundreds of members of the Synagogue Church of All Nations on Sunday mourned the passing of the Church General of Asia Prophet Joshua, aka TB Joshua, 
uh, who died on Saturday after holding a service with members of the church. Joshua was born on June 12, 1963, died on June 5 at the age of 57, a week to his 58th birthday. Many of the members were inconsolable on Sunday as they shed tears and shared how the cleric impacted their lives. Widows, residents, and business owners in the Cotton area of Lagos, where the church is based, gazed into space in disbelief. Um... Well, the reporter has a lot of things that uh, that were said by residents, church members, you know, a lot of people about the man. Uh, the uh, widow, Evelyn Joshua, took to her, well, a Twitter handle at Mama Evelyn amid the ban by the federal government to express her emotion over the loss of her husband. She tweeted, losing a loved one is never easy, whether sudden or foreseen. It is always heartbreaking. Grief can wreak havoc. On our overall well-being. That's why it's important to stay rooted to the Almighty. Only He can lessen our heartache and comfort us in these times. Seek refuge in Him. Uh, Buhari, governors, others mourn uh, is another that come uh, with that story. President Muhammad Buhari on Sunday commiserated with the family and members of the church on the death of Joshua. His condolence message was contained in a statement by a special advisor to media and publicity family additional uh, title. President Buhari mourns Pastor T.B. Joshua. Uh, the president notes that the renowned televangelist will be missed by his followers all over the world, not only for his spiritual contributions, but for touching many lives through philanthropic gestures. Uh, in the same vein, the state governor, Ruth McCready, described the late cleric as a blessing to humanity when he was alive. That was according to a statement by Chief Press Secretary to the Governor, Mr. Labo Diolatunde. Akredi said Pastor Joshua was committed to giving and was more often uh, inexorably imbued uh, with calmness while lifting the downtrodden. As a televangelist, he did not just win souls for Christ, he was passionate about changing lives. Um, so many, so many. Uh, the, uh, Arigidi, uh, the monarch of Arigidi, uh, in the Akoko Northwest local government of Ondo, the hometown of the late Pastor Joshua, described the death of the cleric as a root shock. Uh, in a statement, the Edo State Governor Godwin Obaseki also had things to say. A lot of people, they are real no kakanfu of Yoruba Laragani Adams described Joshua's death as a root shock as well. Um, lawyer recalls Joshua's 53 million naira gift. Oh, is there uh, on the punch uh, this uh, morning? Uh, Buhari, others mourn, beneficiaries lament as TB Joshua dies. Is there? Uh, this morning to look out for because uh, uh, a lot were shocked at the news. I was shocked. And, uh, you know, of course, uh, when anyone passes, mm. uh, there are things that will be said. There are people who evaluate uh, what they've done mm. in their years on earth. Uh, expected that there would be opinions. Mm. Uh, and, you know, for the late TB Joshua, there are some who, you know, uh, feel it's controversial, who had. Um, some things to say about him but when you look at the generality of mm. comments uh, they were talking about how he was a giver mm. about how he cared about the downtrodden yes, yes. and how a lot of people that met him felt his impact one way or the other mm. some even said he is uh, someone that teaches love and also shows people love mm. that that like he can give to anybody and he was not just known in Nigeria he was known all over the world you know in Africa you know, you know, you know that thing you know that thing they say about uh, the, well in Yoruba it, it is put uh, that will you need mm-hmm. uh, it's, it's almost a situation yeah. like that although he's well loved mm-hmm. yeah, but when you look at the love from other parts of, uh, of of the continent or maybe other parts of the world you, you just more. get an idea mm-hmm. <laughs> you know of uh, who he was well 
is there uh, on uh, a lot of the dailies to look out for this uh, morning the reactions to the death of uh, Prophet Tibi Joshua. I did say uh, the, the there's a report about uh, the number of uh, killings or number of people that have lost their lives to various attacks in the country in the last one week is on the uh, Premium Times. It's also on the uh, pen pushing newspapers uh, to look out for this uh, morning. Uh, it says, uh, well, is there? It says Nigeria violent attacks claimed 200 lives within one week. There's also the report aftermath of police brutality protests. 99 corpses deposited at Lagos University Teaching Hospital, says uh, pathologist. Uh, that's there on the pen pushing newspapers as well. It's there uh, on the punch. Uh, this uh, morning as well. Uh, as far as uh, the lo- the enters protest concerned, there are still questions as to certain mm-hmm. things that happened and uh, how they happened. Well, the chief pathologist of the Lagos uh, University Teaching Hospital, Lasso John Obafunwa, has disclosed that at least 99 bodies were deposited at a morgue following killings during protests against police brutality in Nigeria. Pembroke reports that Obafunwa made this known to judicial panel of inquiry, adding that the victims include three that were killed at Lekki during the shootings. Uh, uh, you know, shootings by soldiers that are unarmed protectors on October 20, 2020. The pathologist told the panel that autopsies were done on the 99 dead bodies which were brought to the morgues between October 19 and 24, 2020, but did not present the details uh, of uh, the autopsy. Pempushing further reports that the professor of medicine and head of the Department of Morbid Anatomy at the Lagos University College of Medicine told the panel that only three corpses were recorded to have been from Lekki all 96 other bodies from different parts of Lagos. It's there on the pen-pushing newspapers. Aftermath of police brutality protest, 99 corpses deposited at Lagos University Teaching Hospital, says pathologist. Is there uh, to look out for this uh, morning. Uh, well, it, it turns out we might be leaving the studio five minutes earlier than usual, so I will just uh, go ahead and um, get your thoughts this morning. Remember, <laughs> on Facebook, uh, we're live there for you to drop your contributions. Uh, well, I'll just leave it there. I was going to uh, say something about Twitter, but on Facebook, we're live there for you to drop your contributions. The numbers to call 0815-432-1079. 0815-432-1079. There's also 0818-111-1079. 0818 0818- one 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 ten seventy nine. Those are the numbers to call to talk to us this morning. Again, I will plead for your cooperation. I would plead for decorum. I would plead for care as we make our contributions uh, this uh, morning. All right. Hello. Good morning. Morning, Wally. How are you? And uh, my sister there, Engineer Nizir from Yaba. Good morning, sir. Good morning, sir. Uh, you can see now about the my reaction today is about uh, the ban on uh, the social media that uh, is on Twitter. Now, on Twitter. Uh, Twitter, Twitter, yes, sir, yes, sir, yes. And you see our country, our, our our government, they are, whether they advise or misadvise the president, the president should know that. The, 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 the Twitter has been banned and it affects economy. A government that does not care about the well-being, welfare, and progress of its citizenry is uh, appalling to, 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 to start with. And we are talking of insecurity and you are, you are banning communication in the country. Are we in military rank? Are we talking of an, another uh, decree too? 
that we, 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 this is civilian government for, 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 to cry, for cry out loud. Because this is, in fact, I, I don't know what com to compare it with, but I want to tell the people that the die is cast, that we are not having a government that is uh, having the, 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 the uh, that they're having the care of people attached. Alright. <laughs> Good morning to you. Good morning. Olakilani is my name. Calling from Adelkota. Good morning. You see, it is unbelievable that Muhammad Buhari president is unaware of the Twitter ban. Whether he's unaware or not, all I want to say is that the ban is really made to quell, to cover up the hypocrisy in Buhari's government and also to cover up its weakness. Good enough that the House of Representatives really is kicking, not supporting it. But seriously, I think this government should be reasonable. The way it's uh, really in order not to cause confusion in the country. All right. There is something it's, it's like that a drum, if a drum beats too hard, mm. it will certainly collapse. Mm. All right. Let not this situation mark the beginning of the end. All right. Thank, thank you. you. Thank you. Thank you, sir. Hello. Good morning. Hello. Good morning. Wow. Hello. Hello. Good morning, Wale. Good morning, my sister. There. My good name morning, is Honorable Larry Jaji. I'm coming from the. People's parliament in Lemay in Abelkuta. Well, it's so sad that the Barapa killing, I mean, could be videoed. And, I mean, I don't know. It was a very situation, very disheartening. Something needed to be done concerning the situation of this. I mean, I need to more, and to call more. Well, it is saddening. It is saddening. Then concerning TB Joshua, I mean, this tells everybody that we are all going to die one day. The best thing for us in our lives is to continue to do good. Even people in the position of authority must do good. So that two things that are going to be said about you after your departure is going to be something that is very good. Good morning, Wally. God bless you. All right, thank you. Hello, good morning. Hello, good morning. Yes, good morning. My name is Remy, calling you from London. Good morning, Mr. Remy. Yeah, it is quite obvious. Well, thank you for what you're doing. It is quite obvious that any Fulani criminals or potential criminals will get government protection at the stands. Because for the um, criminals to pray for that mark and police didn't turn up, God bless the local hunter, God bless the Amoteco. I believe if they have more sophisticated weapons, they would have done more. If, uh, if they were in there, we could have been counting hundreds of bodies now. My advice to the South of Governor is this. Let them get, go get harm, sophisticated weapons for these people. 
I'm sure they're going to tell me it is not lawful. Exactly, because I, I was going to say, I was going to say there's a level to which the law allows, you know, as far as arms carrying from the I do, I do. Mr. Mr. Wale, I do, mm. I understand. Mm. But, sir, where was that law? Why mm. people were killed? Mm. Where was that law? A law that couldn't protect your people could mm. be circumvent, even if you have to go through black market, get your people hands so they can defend themselves. All right, I, I, I understand. I understand where you're coming from. Understand the you know the emotions behind what you're saying. But you know, let's all you know stay on the side of the law. I would uh, the, the suggestion rather would have been better if it was uh, that the Southwest governors should find a legal uh, way to mm. get Amateko um, to carry more sophisticated mm. weapons. Maybe they should fight that part of the law that does not allow them in court. That would be an amazing thing to do. But thank you for your contribution. Good morning. Hello, good morning. Yes, good morning. Yes, this is Dio calling from GIE. Good morning, Mr. Dio. Dio, Dio. Yes, good morning, Mr. Dio. Go ahead. Yeah, please. I would just want to make the little comments regarding this uh, issue of uh, banning of uh, Twitter. I, I I think it is obvious the reason why the Twitter was banned. The, the uh, Mr. President's speech, his speech was made, it was deleted. And they, they have to ban they, they have to delete the message because of the of, of the speech he made mm. regarding threatening well, the South they, they say you know the deletion has really that is not entirely about the t- post that was deleted. It, sir, it, it is obvious. It is it is obvious. Why do they need to ban the Twitter because of this? And it, I think that is one of the ways or means to call this uh, misinformation and other things. That, uh, that is the reason why. And they now they have to ban the Twitter for the use of uh, of the majority. All right. Thank, Thank you. you. Thank you for your contribution. Thank you. Hello. Hello. Good morning. Good morning. Hello. Good morning. Good morning. We can hear you. Go ahead, sir. Hello. Wow. Hello. Good morning. Good morning. I'm Rosemary from Isaliaki. Rosemary, good morning. Talk to us. Yes. On the killings at Igogo, the commandant of Motaku said just last week. Mm. That it will strike in any part of the southwest. I think our government, the southwest government, ignore that warning. Now that it has happened, what are they going to do? I think we have problem with our governors. If the federal government cannot protect us, how about our governors that are very close to us? If we are saying Abuja is too far, how about the governors that are very close? And I think. They need to come together now and act fast. And you know, our constituents give us a lot. Our constituents is a lot of problem. Give us a lot of problems that you can you can live in any part of the country. But when you have a person living with you, with you, and that person is killing you, and you cannot deal with the person, and I think it is high time that we do. You have to do the Okada. Ninety percent of Okada rider in a, they are outside. Call them any name. What? I okay, I, I don't know where, where you... It's a, it's a big problem. Our mm. governors, they are the problem we have in the Southwest. Because right. they are protecting themselves and leave the people naked. Mm. I think they need to act very fast. Before All right. this grow out the All right, I'm sorry to me. I, I, I was going to say, uh, you know, I don't know where you got the figures about the, uh, you know, bike riders, but yes, there are a lot of them from mm-hmm. that region. But it's not to say that they are, you know, criminals. But yeah, if you okay. say we need to be careful, mm-hmm. okay. All right. We Hello, Wale. Good morning. Yeah, good morning, Wale. 
Good morning. Um, Solomon is my name. Mm. I think uh, we should stop giving excuse on behalf of some of these governors. Mm. And I want to ask this question this morning, Nigerians who are listening to me. I'm talking to those who are hopeful. Look, if this kind of thing is happening before, or uh, what is the name of uh, Ikeja? Or the one is you know, that this governor will not find solution to it. Is it because it has not happened to them or it has not happened to their family? That is why they are waiting for the federal government. And the excuse they are not in charge of police. But when you want to use police against your opposition party in your state, you can use that police. When you want to use that police against those who are going against you in your state, you can use them. And you can get security votes, money. But when you, when it comes to, to provide security, you will be calling federal government. I think enough is enough for some of these governors. They should do the right thing. And if you are not ready to do the right thing, let them resign. Thank you. All right, th thank thank you, uh, Mr. Solomon, for your contribution. Uh, I would uh, put a pause uh, to the calls. Uh, I think there are quite a number of comments on uh, Facebook, Facebook. Uh, this morning. Although you know, uh, I know <laughs> a lot of people would have I loved to be able it, to send us yeah. tweets, but uh, we'll see how that goes. But let, let's check out your contributions on Facebook first off. The recent ban on Twitter by the federal government has done more damage to the image of Nigeria, especially at a time of economic crisis when the input and confidence of foreign investors is needed to boost our aligning economy. Well, I'm, sure, I'm sure you meant to write alien. Okay. <laughs> uh, maybe, you know, what's that thing your phone does? Um, autocorrect. Autocorrect. Mm. Uh -huh. Zachariah Olubayo Tanigola. Good morning, Nigerians. I'm not happy this morning. Why? How can a set of wicked people go to Gongo and massacre innocent lives? I am a ruin. The government should do the needful. Um, it went on to say, I commiserate with the family of the late TB Joshua. He uh, says, Can fresh of him. Oh, what's up? Oh, really? Okay. Well. I don't know. Hopefully, this well, the the, the latest they, they say this ban on Twitter is temporary. temporary. So hopefully, it's not something that that lasts really long. Uh, I don't know. He's uh, he's saying we should do a WhatsApp number. Uh, there, there was a reason we didn't do that. I can't remember the reason, but I know there was a very very cogent reason we didn't do that all along. Anyway. Um, that's as much as we'll take this uh, morning. Thank you for your uh, contributions. Quite a number of others. Uh, this journalist live on Facebook uh, did uh, send in their thoughts. Uh, I don't know. Uh, we, we, we'll leave it there. I, w I was asking the question uh, on Saturday whether it was, you know, the, the use of these VPNs, mm -hmm. whether there was any legal... Um, implication whether it was illegal mm. uh, because apparently you're, you're trying to mask your identity uh, whether it is change your location you know I, 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 I was asking the question I think I'd, I'd have to seek some uh, legal advice as to whether it is legal because if it is then uh, we definitely wouldn't be able to do that uh, well, I wouldn't be able to do that as an individual. We wouldn't be able to do that as a station. Uh, that's uh, why, uh, you know, we're, we're not uh, on Twitter or not taking your tweets because I got I got a message. Uh, someone sent me a message via Instagram. Apparently, mm -hmm. when he couldn't access Twitter. via Twitter, mm -hmm. no, couldn't get 
thrilled to me via Twitter. Okay. Apparently, he has gotten his VPN, oh. whatever. So he sent a message on Instagram saying, "Why can't you?" Yes. <laughs> 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 well, if it is illegal, then I wouldn't be doing it. Fresh FM would, would definitely not be doing it. Anyway, we'll leave you there this morning. Thank you for your contributions this morning. Uh, the hope is that this week turns out mm-hmm. to be a better one for the country. Now we hope that uh, we get some good news this week. Wale Bakar is my name. Have a blessed week. Good morning. My name is Omoyemi Adesi. Do enjoy your day. Broadcasting worldwide. The latest hits and the greatest memories. Fresh. Fresh. 107.9 FM. Fresh. 107.9 FM. Professionalism nurtured by experience.
0815-621-715. Let us see. 081-626-5615. Emma Baapa, the number 39, Testimony Plaza. Ni Tinumbu Street, Lake Bay Lake, where Ben Femme, Nitaiko. The Batik Bay Taxi, Kesofuank Ben Lossi, Egg Bay Lake, where Ben Femme, Nitaiko, Kunishino. Number Watel Mark Wille Consiri, 081-626-65-6715. Let Consi, 081-626-65-6715. Ojo, let's pay to a year will let off a year, my way. Six 